and welcome to Tuesday's edition of Back to Back. I am Jade Hoy, the executive producer. Uh, today we did something different. We went on to Twitch and did a live video stream for about an hour and so. Um, so I'm just going to broadcast that audio. Uh, nothing custom today. Just uh, figured um, that was probably the best way to go. Now, if you are interested in seeing it, go to Count the Dings on Twitch or twitch.tv forward slash count the dings also march 2nd boston people uh get your tickets still at back to back podcast twitter feed has them as the pin tweet um still have some tickets left and would love to see you up there all right enjoy the show the energy the faith the devotion the devotion which we bring to this endeavor will light our country and all who serve it and the glow from that fire can truly light the world. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. Yeah, they're around. Uh, yeah. Yeah, there's, there's a couple on YouTube. Yeah. They're really interesting. Back when uh, Ethan would try to tell me how good uh, Anthony Randolph was. Can we Anthony Randolph is awesome. Anthony, Yo, Randolph is well, Anthony Randolph is awesome at what? Can we go 15 Anthony Randolph? Can we go 15 minutes of a vicious straw manning of me? Is it, no. That's just no. the request. That's why we brought you on. What are you talking about? <laughs> Um, okay, well, what about awesome. as, as a discussion piece, Nate Jones with a Twitter thread in which he says almost every rule to help small markets in the last two CBAs have backfired. Why? I like a why. I'm always drawn in. Like, okay, tell me, Nate. Because once most of these guys get to 200 million earned, they aren't tripping about taking less money to play on a winner or live in a city they enjoy. But let's say you to that, everybody. Quality of life over over money. I think it makes a lot of sense. I responded that it's about once you get eventually guys trade being 10 times more famous uh, in exchange for being 10% more wealthy. And that's the issue that the NBA has on its hands that some of these places you play, you could be a superstar and your fame. I, I said 10 times, but it's probably more like a hundred times. There is no way my wife, if it weren't for what I do would know who Anthony Davis is. There is no way. No way. And the only thing she knows about him is that he's the unibrow guy. That's the only thing she knows about him. She doesn't know anything else. I don't even know. I don't even think she knows who he plays for. I I, I don't. And so that's the situation for the NBA. And I think that I remember a few years ago, Bill Simmons was saying, and it's a fair argument that it doesn't matter where you play anymore in the social media age or your highlights will be traded everywhere. They'll be uh, distributed on the internet. So you can play anywhere. I don't think that's true. I think that social media actually has a force multiplier effect where if you're in LA, you're going to get so many more people 
spreading uh, spreading word of your exploits on the court. And I, I would say this. I can't prove it, but I know this to be true. I don't have any metric for it, but I know this to be true. Yeah, Nick- look at some, something like KP or Carl Anthony Towns. Like KP is just more famous than him. For no reason whatsoever. Nick Young, and I can't prove it, is more famous than Anthony Davis. Maybe not after this week, but definitely before this week. Just because he dated a pop star who's no longer relevant in and played for the Lakers. Nick Young is more famous than Anthony Davis. It's hold, true. Hold on. We're not going to start taking no, shots. No, no, Who's catching, catching strays? Who's the next oh guy God. that used to date Kardashian? What was his name? Chris Humphreys. Chris Humphreys. Chris Humphreys. My wife knows who he is. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but she probably, huh? does she know who Lamar Odom is? Like, let's, yes. oh, yes. you know. Oh, with well, Allie knows who Lamar Odom is. Done deal. Completely. Okay. So, yeah. okay, but so is moving to LA going to just solve all this, all these problems? Yes. Boom. Fame, if Done you have fame problems, if you, you have fame, fame problems, if you have visibility problems, if you have, you know, I want a better shoe deal with Nike problems, hell yeah. Those things get solved immediately upon moving to L.A. If you're A.D. Now, is right? it only the Lakers, though? Yes. No, I think it's the Knicks, too. No, no, no. What about the Clippers? Nah, man, nobody mm, – seriously, no. nobody cares about the Clippers here. Like, no. they just don't. Don't. And I'm not, it's not, I was, I'm not like, trying to take shots at the Clippers. Like, people do not care. There's a small sect of, of Clippers fans who really care about the team. But the term of the city, like, they could go and win 20 straight. The city doesn't care. Yeah, but like, win the championship. If the they get Kawhi care. and AD, does that change? Well, if they get Kawhi and AD, it makes them interesting, but it yeah. doesn't make this a Clipper city. Like it's just such no, a. I don't ball. think. I don't think I'm saying they're going to be bigger than the Lakers. What I'm saying is that the, I think it's a product of your best players, Tobias Harris, right now. No, 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 it's not. Not. no, 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 no. Because no, um, they just went through. Wrong. They just went through a stretch where they had the fifth most wins over a six-year period in yeah. the NBA, and nobody cared here. Like, no one cared. And the Lakers were trotting out a bunch of sorry, sad sack squad. Yeah. Right? And so it's not like they had this stiff competition of the Lakers also being relevant and contending. Sure, they still had Kobe, who does have a cult around his personality. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it made no sense – like the apathy around it, like just all you got to do is go to a Clippers game, go to a Lakers game. And I'm talking about, you know, last year when the Lakers just no Kobe, a bunch of young, unproven cats who probably are never going to matter in a significant way in the NBA. The buzz around the stadium during every single Laker game. And then you go to a Clipper game and it's just like, dude. This is like CYO basketball. Dude, I went to Blake Griffin's return game. And this is a guy who was maybe the most famous clipper ever in his heyday. Incredibly exciting um, advertisements all around. He finally returns after what was it? A nine year career. It might've been nine years. It felt like a long time. It felt like one of those random heritage nights. It felt like it was just a polite (laughs) clap for Albanian heritage night. And everyone goes, okay, Great. Shout out Albania. Wonderful. Okay. Back to the game. Just a, a, a vibe of sleepiness in the, in the arena. One of those 1230 on a weekend starts and it felt, it really felt like he had never played for them. Or so he was some let, significant guy. And that guy is at the top of Clipperdom. Let me ask you this then Ethan and the rest of the crew. Cause I've heard from many people that Anthony Davis doesn't have the personality to want to play for the Lakers. He'd actually rather play for a Clippers team where it wouldn't be the spotlight that LeBron James 
and the rest of the glow from the Lakers would bestow upon him. Right. Like, yeah, but the, he's the got other, LeBron there. Right. So he didn't need yeah, the personality. All he's got to do is stand in the corner and shoot those corner threes like Chris Bosch. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and he, he's got to do like 75% of the numbers that he's been doing. I mean, like his historic season that he's having right now, no one will care about it at okay. the end of the year. He'll, okay, he'll be the reason they didn't win a real. title. Let's be real. Anthony Davis is a better player right now than D Wade ever was while LeBron was in Miami, than Chris Bosch ever was. While LeBron was in Miami, then Kyrie ever was. While mm. LeBron was in Cleveland, I don't know about Sorry. first year D Wade. I don't know about first year. He's better. That's the closest. Better than the, the dudes that, that was, was the finals against. Well, um, then Dallas. why isn't why isn't New Orleans winning any games when he's out there? Oh come on, don't no. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm kidding. They're, they're not they got good. They're starting Solomon Hill. Yeah, they're not Solomon good. Solomon Hill gets eighty million dollars. I tried to I tried to tell you guys about Solomon Hill not being able to shoot. <laughs> they're like, I don't know, man. He's shooting chop for a week. <laughs> He had a good shooting week right before a contract year. People talk about this New Orleans team like all of these good players. It's like, come on. It's like on, Drew, Drew can play. Yes. And everyone else is just there. Like, I know we love Julius Randle, right? Oh, big man. He bring up the floor. All this. He's, uh, not, he's not important. Elton Payton is not important. Etoile Moore is not important. You could put him at the five. Who cares? Let's say right. he can't. It's not important. Like, yeah. none of these guys Meritage. are important. Drew is the only guy who matters in the league, and we can try to talk ourselves into all this crap. That's a bad team. Yeah. yeah. It's a Super bad, bad team. You have Drew Holiday and Anthony Davis, and you're a bottom five team in defense? That's a bad team. Bad team. Um, also, you know, I, I, people got to understand all of these situations aren't created equally, right? Like as far as Kawhi wanting to leave San Antonio, like, yeah, San Antonio is the antithesis <laughs> Of whatever the hell it is that they're doing in New Orleans, huh. um, you know, uh, Orlando, Dwight leaving Orlando. I don't really, you know, I don't really know what the origins of that either. I wouldn't say they were an un- incompetent organization in the mold of say like, you know, something like the Knicks or Chicago. But it's like, what are you really bringing to my table? Like sometimes people just run their course in the situation. It's not even like, and the thing is like, I did spend seven, eight years doing the small market thing and I want to do something else now. Right. It's like, I want to experience something else. It doesn't necessarily even have to be like, Oh, small markets are bullshit. Nobody wants to stay there. It's just like, yo, Anybody doing seven, eight years of the same exact thing over and over, they're going to want to try something new. And I don't know why it's such a travesty that small market teams don't get to keep superstars for 12 years. It, like, why is that But also, crime? this is not a small market issue. This is a bad ownership, <laughs> bad front office issue. Like, I, I've been trying to explain this to, to everybody because I made a joke, you know, about sending them to Seattle, right? They are the smallest television market in the league, but – you can still be successful and be a small market. Oklahoma City's doing it. Right. Right. Exactly. When you have a competent front office and an ownership group that just lets the basketball people do their job, you know, instead of having football people try to do this job. And Dell Demps, who's been bad at, so bad at this job that David Stern said he was terrible <laughs> on the record. Like, he didn't Amazing. couch it at all. Come also, on, also, I think what people are bringing up, in fairness to, uh, they're just talking about the relative. You can't say that the Lakers have been professionally run for the last six years. They, right? they don't like the unfairness. I think the unfairness right. of it that the or Lakers even the can Knicks. just yeah, right. There's nothing, that, there's nothing that the league office can really do about it other than don't put a team in New Orleans. Like I don't right. think there's there's nothing but that's it's not. It's not I'm, New I, Orleans though. I know, I know, but I'm saying like there's nothing. Like if you really want to complain about 
uh, a big market team or a glamour team or a marquee team tampering, quote unquote, with your pl- with your star player. Right. You know, like it, I feel like they're wearing the small market um, cape and trying to complain about that when it's really honestly, if we really want to go big and we can do this. Andy Davis shouldn't be in New Orleans anyway. No. The first time. <laughs> oh. oh, this Small big market. Charlotte bias. We don't we don't want need to get into the big macro debate about where teams should be, but there is this issue the NBA has where it has teams in four to five smaller markets than the smallest market in baseball, the smallest one, which makes less sense considering that the NBA is nowhere near as rural sport in terms of its appeal as baseball is. So they did miscalculate. They did try to take money up front for these stadiums in an era where they were entering where TV money and TV audience was more important. And they ended up getting a bunch of minor league baseball cities. And those minor league baseball cities can't really compete with the basketball cities, with the actual big boys. And so there's no real way to legislate that um, to anybody's satisfaction. And if you did, then we wouldn't get all this player movement that gets everybody so excited. So when I read about how something must be done about this, I think that these people who advise solutions are trying to uh, they're, they're, they're trying to solve a solution. This is a solution. We're taking right. Anthony Davis away from an area in which he generates no buzz for the league, right. despite buzz. his great play. If, this if, is why we, Zion cannot go to a small market team. Like we cannot allow this to happen. He has to go to Chicago. He has to go to Atlanta. He has to no, go to New no, York. No, 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 Dave, he's just got to go Atlanta. somewhere that's competent. That's where, like, yeah. he's just got to go somewhere competent. Well, who, that's all okay, so he can't go to Chicago. He can't go to New York. Well, New York? I mean, can't go to New York. Right, yeah. <laughs> and we send him to Brooklyn. These, yeah, send us out to Brooklyn. Brooklyn like, let's would do be it. awesome. Yeah, throw him in, Like This is why I'm out on the draft. The, the black I don't know if you guys slimy. heard this. They're slimy. I'm out on the draft completely. Joe Harris, a lot of <laughs> no, Joe Harris never looked better, baby. Yeah. Yeah, Dave, honestly, the, 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 the draft is yeah, what we better. give to teams like Memphis and New Orleans, right? In the sense that, like, you know, you're bad. We get we let you draft the player. And we give you player control when it comes to restricted free agency for another four or five years on top of that. So it's like, y'all get to hold this dude hostage for eight years. That's enough. We, huh. we gave it to y'all. Y'all get eight years to hold these cats hostage, and then after that, they get to do what they want, i.e. be in relevant cities, play with players who they actually like, and it's their choice now, right? Like, let's just yeah, say Kyrie is like, yo. That's a good it's, deal. It's, now, not a, it's not a bad deal, man. It's a no. great deal. Like, here's, a, here's also the alternative, was You could be good at your job. Like, why do we reward incompetency? The Timberwolves have been tanking for years, and they didn't know it. They thought they were going to be good. The they, Suns you thought actually, they were going to be good. The Suns thought they could compete for a playoff spot this year. You should they lose your team stopped. at a certain point. So, get it out. <laughs> Relegation. Let's do it. Relegation. Also, another, That's another, another great field. Come on up. Another right, great I, example is Orlando, who is uh, uh, okay. so bad, yo. I could do a little bit of counter arguing, and I, I can no. be reminded. I can be reminded of it by this this Kevin Pelton response to Nate Jones. I don't think you can just gloss over the winning aspect here. This is obviously a different decision for AD. If the Pels are consistently winning fifty five games, Katie and LeBron are the two stars that have left that kind of situation, and they both went to better teams too. That is a fair point by Kevin Pelton, but I would respond. Well, um, 
I'm still waiting for the first superstar to say, get me to San Antonio to say, oh man, if my agent can't get me to Utah, he is fired. So there is this element where the competent organizations in small markets, they're doing well, right? They, they have a good track record, but nobody wants to go there. And maybe there's some, uh, maybe there's some bitterness about that. Well, I mean, LaMarcus Aldridge, <laughs> I said superstar. No, I, yeah. right, listen, the small market martyrdom thing is just, it, that's, that's the, the rallying cry of shitty front offices. That's it. Mm-hmm. I am yep. so sick of hearing, well, how can we be expected to compete because our market's small and we're losing teams to, to, or we're losing players to the Lakers or to whoever, because our market's small and we can't win. And that's just garbage. If they were winning, they would keep these guys. But if you're Anthony Davis and you're sitting in new Orleans losing, if I'm going to lose, I'd rather lose in LA. I don't yeah. care. Right. Like <laughs> right. Get me to LA, let me lose in the nice weather. Uh, not that new Orleans has terrible weather, but let me lose in the, in the beautiful weather uh, yes. with all the famous people. Yeah. yeah. Starlets do don't know what your record is. Yeah, generally. Like, you know, if, that's, if you're point, into that like, kind of thing. You went eight years. You have somewhere between eight and ten years to figure this out with a player. And if you don't, you like, or you, let's say you do. Let's say you win two titles and dude's like, you know what? I've won two titles. I want to go to LA. Like, I want to chill out in LA yeah. for a while. I don't. I just don't have a problem with it. No, they, and, they don't and, and it's always situations, exact. And it's almost always situations anyway where their career was screwed up. Like I watched Kevin Garnett for twelve years have his his career ruined ruined like i was on radio with jerry greenberg this morning he goes well ad right now is better than kg was at this point i was like are you out of your damn mind like kg was so much better than what ad is at 25 so much better and couldn't win anything he's one of the great he's arguably the greatest defender we've always had you know why you can say things like ad might be better now than kg was at 25 because nobody watched kg at 25 because he was in a bad market that (laughs) screwed up his career they screwed it up. So when all these guys, when Devin Booker's career gets screwed up by the Suns, when Anthony Davis' record gets, you know, career gets screwed up by the Pelicans, when whatever, when we have Boogie Cousins in Sacramento, Marcus Cousins in Sacramento, that. like all these situations, you had eight years to figure it out. Eight years, and you couldn't put a decent team. It's not even that they can't, like, it's some bad luck here and there. They can't put a decent team around Anthony Davis in eight years. Get him out of here. Like, why do why does he have to be the guy that sticks around? Why does it have to be on the league to protect New Orleans as a market to stick around? No, be better at your job. Get a good owner. Get good front office. Sometimes you're going to have shitty luck, and that happens. And in those cases, I'm sorry. That sucks. But for the most part, we shouldn't pretend that all these situations are 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 just bad luck. No, it's bad management. Free market, yeah, man. And even even KD and OKC, it's like they did the right thing. They put great teams around him. They did all of this stuff. But it's just like, all right, guys, let me go do something else. And it's like, I don't know why these markets deserve a chance. Like they have to be locked into guaranteed 12 years of chances with KD. Like, I don't know why that needs to be the case. Who's... Who's being served by that? Like, I don't understand this. You know, like, no, I guess those individual fans in OKC, I'm supposed to cry for the for the prairie. I'm not. I'm not crying for them. No. You know what I'm saying? You was? Was? I'm not going to cry for them. I'm sorry. But, well, all right. But here's the thing, too, was if the Warriors were still that incompetent organization, you wouldn't be crying for them either. Because right? KD wouldn't have gone there. The Warriors were incompetent for 25 years, and no one gave a damn about them. What changed, Nobody. Zach? What, what was Ownership. the difference? Ownership. 
Ownership came in. They hired a bunch of smart people. They had right. Ethan Strauss covering them to get even smarter. Like that's what happened. <laughs> well, it was Ethan's prediction that actually catapulted them to, to oh, the so uh, championship. Yeah, they don't do that expanded with their paradigm. Weak ass. All of the people to get in favor of the Warriors just in case it worked. I see through that. All of the people who were complaining about us making fun of New Orleans leaving should be complaining that the Bensons haven't sold that team to to someone that wants to own a basketball team. Plain and simple. They don't uh, run it like they want to own it. Can I throw another can I throw another headline? Uh, ESPN Stephen A. Smith claims Popovich told Pelicans GM not to cave to the Lakers. I don't know if this is true. I, I have no I idea. Mean, I don't care if it's true. I'm believing it. I love it. Pop should Del definitely Demps, do that. by the way, came from the San Antonio Spurs organization before he went to New Orleans, which is the, the context there. So um, Stephen A said that. I don't know. I'll look up to see if he did. I, I hope this isn't fake news. I don't know. I just uh, I, I'm very amused by it. I'm very amused by that. <laughs> I, I like mean, stampering. I mean, isn't, all right. Isn't Pop the same guy that told the Suns to hire Lamb Babby? Like. All right, <laughs> duh. Of course, he's he's no, telling no. New Orleans. I'm with him, though, I'm with him on this. I don't think you cave to the Lakers when they're trying to strong. All right, yes. Best, Let's get into this. Let's get into this. Let's get into this because um, Dunk Don did a, a mock trade deadline with Nate Duncan, Danny LaRusse. Spoiler uh, alert: Kevin Pelton, Dan Feldman from uh, NBC Sports dot com. The interesting thing here is, as always, as always, as we talk about the big market versus small market, there's at one point they discuss they they basically take. I have to. I'm sorry, I have to interrupt. All the names you just named were at a table at Nate Duncan's wedding, and I just remember Ali saying, "I didn't know what the fuck any of those guys were talking about." (laughs) (laughs) Whether you told me that table talked basketball, they talked CBA. At a I'm wedding. Sorry, I'm sorry, so they're role Tom. playing. They're role playing being the decision makers for each team, right? For all 30 teams, they divvied it up and they did a mock trade deadline, and they came to the conclusion that the best package for Anthony Davis for the Pelicans was the New York Knicks. The New York Knicks with Kristaps Porzingis. I think it was Tim Hardaway, wasn't it? Tim Hardaway Jr.'s contract. And then a top one protected 2019 pick. Their their pick, which is probably going to be top five this year, Mm -hmm. most likely, because they're horrible. Um, And and the bottom line is KP, this asset, even though I don't know that anybody who they draft is definitely going to be an NBA player, better NBA player than Brandon Ingram, Kuzma, or Lonzo Ball. Like, we don't know that, but just the idea of draft picks before they make them are always better than actual NBA players for whatever reason, which is cool. But that's how teams view it anyway. Um, Yes, KP, better than all of those dudes on the Lakers. The exciting potential of whoever the hell they could take that wouldn't be the number one pick. Um, this year is better than anything the Lakers can offer right now because, you know, there's no luster or sheen on on any of the the Lakers' young guys. But I would say I thought the idea of what the Knicks were trying to do was the two guys with KP this summer. Like, I don't – I mean, I get it. Yeah, but was if you get a chance to swap that out for – and then you get yeah, KD. Whatever Waz just did, we got to clip that noise, what he just did. Yeah, yeah that yeah. was uh, – <laughs> Porzingis <laughs> is better than any player the Lakers can send, right? 100%. Yeah, oh, of course. Even yeah, even, so, if, even if his knee is wonky moving right. forward. He's so, probably, I mean, he's I good. think if you're, if you're in New Orleans, that definitely is the best deal. 
But yeah. I think KP is better than Jason Tatum too. Is AD absolutely going to come wait, out wait and a, say? Wait a sec. Wait a sec. I'm I, the, the, Waz hates Jason Tatum. I want to get really to the bottom does. of this. He really does. Oh, I love okay. this. It's, yeah, I but I think Jason Tatum is better Tatum. than all the Lakers I've got guys. two reasons. i got two reasons. I don't hate Jason Tatum. I, I don't. I hate the, the I hate the chat around Jason Tatum. Like, he's a good young player. He is not going to be Kobe. I'm sorry. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, that's a straw man, isn't it? Is it though? Is is he gonna be as good as Giannis? Is he gonna be as good as Kawhi? Is he gonna no. be as good as any of our best swings in the NBA right now? No, he's but that's 20, what he's twenty years old, so it's hard to project it. Or is he twenty one? I don't know. He's something young. Is he ever gonna be as good as Paul George? He could be. Fuck. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Hell no. Hell no. I mean, no. we know Paul George isn't that good, right? Oh, okay. Uh, well, okay, thank whoa, you, Zach. Whoa, 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 whoa. But Jason Wait Tate ain't never going to be no, he's, a, he's never going to be. Paul George is a great number two. He's a right. great number two. Okay. But he's a number Jason one right Tate now. Never going to be. What? He's not a number one right now. Get the hell out of here. No. Paul George Westbrook is the best player. Run, Westbrook runs that team. Are you kidding me? Sure, but he runs that team. But Paul George is the best player on that team. But he's not the number one. Okay, okay. so okay, you're saying, like, I'm saying the okay. franchise, like, come on. We've seen what that looks like. We we're, we're, we're splitting here. It's one yeah. A, one B because they're nah, both their usage rates are 30, 30. It's, it's one hey, two. No, I'm I was sure he's got like a forty five percent usage rate. I want to ask you guys as far as impact. Jason Tatum at his peak, will he be as good as a peak? Say Jimmy Butler. Yeah. Maybe, <laughs> yes, maybe in that that's, range. Okay. That's good. I can so see him being any, like in that 10 to 15 range okay, as far as like any best point, point of the league. At any point in Jimmy Butler's life, did people talk about Jimmy Butler the way they talk about Jason Tatum? No. No. That's what confuses me about this kid. It's like, yes, he's good. He's going to obviously be a, a quality NBA Hold player on. for I, the next 10 I'd years. like to address something in the chat. All these people came from Paul George here. This is a dude who doesn't want to lead. It doesn't want the big shots, but yeah, Listen, man, he's a, number one. Dave bump. he's a number one. Paul George got the Dave one. bump. Yeah. Okay. That's great. He's got I, his game winner this year, at I least like, one game winner for his career. One. So now he's, he needs to have and a series where he outputs number. Joe Ingles and then he can I mean, tie, then he can be one-on-one well, one in that. I mean, he was averaging 7.8 points per game when he was Jason Tatum's age. I, look, I don't claim to know the trajectory of Tatum's career, but he is very young, which makes me... What was that? He's a defender, though. So he wasn't yeah. scoring, but a defender. Where Jason Tatum is. Isn't Tatum really- one of those stubbyish wingspan guys, or am I misremembering he's that? Not he. And you said this the other day, Ethan, that he's got potential because he's not in incredible shape, or like he's not ripped. He's not like he's <laughs> never going to be that. His frailty. Bro. What is it? Frailty is uh is hidden. What is it? What is it, J- um, Ethan? The opposite oh, uh, of the fat. Well, well, fat is uh, potential, potential in the sky. He's averaging yeah. like three free throws a game, bro. He's going to be a cat who well, takes step on. back. Now, that's a his, of the his whole life. I'm sorry. That's what he's going to be. Life. Step <laughs> back, twenty foot jump shot They don't, don't he's go never to the basket. In the rack. He's never going to threaten the rack that way where people feel the need to foul him. He's never going to be that. He don't got that skill set. Like, he's not quicker than people. He doesn't leap over people. What is he going to get that much better at? He's already got the shooting ability. He's already got the footwork. Like, he's not going to get faster. He's not going to become more explosive. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying he's whack. He's going to be borderline all-star type of dude. Like we just said, a Jimmy Butler type, 
for the rest of his life, which is a nice player, which is a nice player. But even like back when we used to like Andrew Wiggins, I got it. Meaning if he gets his jump shot right, if he gets his handle, that explosiveness around the basket is immeasurable when it comes to that type of player. Like, that's the type of person oh. you get enamored of. I get Dave, it. But can I say Andrew is- Wiggins doesn't get to the free throw line anymore because it's a function of the offense? Or can I, or, <laughs> or does that, is that lie does not work for Andrew Wiggins? <laughs> it doesn't work for Andrew Wiggins. Okay. It doesn't work for Paul George either, but you try. No, well, I'm just... Oh, no, no. I wasn't talking Paul George. I was talking with Jason Tatum. Can, so can we talk about just, the real... The Celtics okay. get to the basket so he doesn't draw those opportunities. Yeah, I, I don't know that he will draw fouls at an elite rate, let, but... You know, I mean, Steph uh, Steph Curry doesn't really. I mean, he draws like five, five and a half a game. So that's not elite either. I think right. Tate exactly. shooting is, is is quite a skill. But let's get back on track here. Uh, from a Warriors perspective, I look at the Knicks having perhaps the most tantalizing trade package, and I think to myself, well, that would increase the odds of Kevin Durant leaving. I mean, that's what's on my mind when I see yeah. that. Yeah. If, and if Kyrie ends up. And Kyrie. I do. I do love the the. Wait a second. People think Kyrie might leave. Oh, yeah, people think Kyrie. You think because he got out ahead of that story in the preseason, he's like, I would, no, I'm going to resign here. I want to resign yeah. here. Oh, it's because people are going to be like, are you sure about that? No one's going to ask him that all season long. Like they're going to, oh, he said he's going to resign. No reason to ask him. Like that was brilliant marketing on his point. I, I'd have to look at their cap situation. I don't know if they can quite triple up like that, but maybe there's some creative way to do it. Um, I would expect that Kyrie stays in Boston. That that's what I would. I would that's what I would do. But it's not a foregone conclusion. I think if they offer him max years, max money, he's going to stay. Correct. It's also Are they going to offer him max years and max there you money? Go. It's Danny Ainge. I don't know. About I that. don't think they would. That's it. That's that's what I think the rub is when people say, uh, you know, when the reports out there like Kyrie's not guaranteed. No, Kyrie will stay if you pay him like he's Steph, LeBron. Um, and, and all the, and KD and all, and he's like, yeah, I would absolutely love to be a Celtic for that type of money. But if they try to go, well, Kyrie, you know, you're six foot one, you know, this, this, that, the third, and they, and they try to get cute with Kyrie. He's going to be like, you know what? You can go fuck yourself. I got options. People like how I play. I can go do amazing things somewhere else. And I think that's what the tension is. I mean, and even if they don't get KD and but they got AD and then signed Kyrie, that's that's a pretty that's legit squad. Not nice that's, not that's not bad. <laughs> Kyrie, man, I don't know if, how much attention you guys have paid to this, but Kyrie actually like playing defense. He's been good. fantastic. He's good. he's having a great season. He's uh he's like three free throws away from us talking about him in the same breath yeah, as like 100%. James Harden. Hundred percent. Yeah, and he's, he's more of an MVP candidate like, than most of these guys. And he's like passing people the ball. That's the thing that's really like blowing my mind. I'm like, wow, Kyrie's like passing. Imagine. Like, he's making imagine. it his job to set guys up. Like, that's a revelation. He's, he's, he's the guy that ended the game. I want his. I want the ball in his hands more than Absolutely. right now. Imagine if he had a coach that empowered him that way the entire <laughs> game. Wow. <laughs> Put the ball in his hands. Listen, I'm. It's just so frustrating because I don't think Brad Stevens is a bad coach. I think that he's a hard time with the star level players. He clearly doesn't maximize. But they also have so many playmakers. Like they've got too many. Yeah, I mean, they like with like I would be running a lot of that offense through Horford and using Kyrie more as a scorer until it gets down to crunch time. They're like, hey, you go dissect whatever you want. Also, when when their when their offense starts, you know, getting clogged. Just run a Horford Kyrie pick and roll and let everybody spread the floor. Like this is not complicated. 
this whole thing where everybody's got to touch the basketball like it's Utah. No, oh, but Mark, no, no, Smart no, but needs no. to shoot. Terry yeah. does. Mark does need to shoot. And Spot Dave, up. you got to understand when people are calling you a wonderkind and, and you're the smartest and you're a genius and you're a prodigy, <laughs> you got to show them that you're a prodigy. You can't just run spread, Pause. pick, and grow with Kyrie and Al. This is professional. Is like, wait, Brad like, Stevens. Exactly. I got it. Like, There's a question just for Waz. If Brad Stevens was a black coach, would the, would the talking points be the same? I think so. If you know, it is the like beautiful game stuff. I can see the smirk. He's got a little because he decides to Was the only one I can give that <laughs> yeah, straight face. This one is a thing. Honestly, I think I think that beautiful game nonsense does work in its favor. Um, and like people just having a version to criticize in that type of basketball, right? Um, mm-hmm. I listen to uh, Stan Van Gundy, a former NBA coach. A guy with like a 62 win percentage in the league. He's on Habistro show and he's like, bro, nobody makes plays at the rim anymore. Like, I get it. And he said, I'm used to watching these guys play like suburban basketball, which shouts to Stan Van Gundy was just dog whistle. Um, white people basketball, oh, right? Like, Mac McClung at Georgetown, man. He's dunking on everybody. You kidding me? <laughs> you know, but he's like, people don't play, um, don't make uh, plays at the rim because they're just running this Princeton style, just get jump shots, which is like, yeah, that's what white boys in the suburb got. They don't got hops. They can't attack the rim. They play to shoot jump shots. You well, understand what I'm saying? It's that's not the these- problem in Boston. The problem in Boston, they got Jalen Brown, they got Jason Tatum, who's you know 6'11 or whatever he is. Uh, Horford can actually get up. Uh, Kyrie is one of the most creative finishers we've ever seen at the basket, almost to his detriment because he doesn't draw f- fouls. They don't get to the basket. They don't make plays at the basket because the ball doesn't make it there. You know, that's how, it. How, you know how far away the basket is from the three-point I, line, man? That's I, a I know. <laughs> Very far. The Zach Hart, Zach, I heard that you only play uh, three-point line to three-point line. Is that correct? You're not paying me enough to go inside. Are you kidding me? <laughs> you, act like, you act like he actually gets to the three-point line. It's like five feet behind the three-point line. This is what I love. So this is what, Tom has played with me. Like, I yeah. want, like, Tom knows that it isn't a th- it really isn't a three point line a three point line like I'm shooting well beyond the three point line I'm not putting all that effort in like my jumpers went enough like I'm not putting all that effort in. I'm gonna oh I gotta get up to the three the three point line short anyway can we get a game in Boston back. can we can, can somebody pull Probably. this off of course is what you would call it doing a game this year the um attack athletics that motion sensor um. I went catapult. to one with, with the yeah, catapult. catapult. There you go. Yeah. I went to I went to one of those don't, runs with Ian. Don't think so. Um, and you guys would be shocked to learn this. Shocked. Yeah. So how much how much whole, how much whole, of this Boston stuff would be changed well, if Gordon just, Hayward would get to the line? <laughs> like how much of this how much of this Boston <laughs> offense um, I really looking forward to that story. I was gonna <laughs> I didn't. I didn't hear. It was, didn't. It was he said that we would be shocked to hear it. it was, Tom just did not it's, care it's at all. It's racially charged. It's racially charged. <laughs> okay. Well, all the better. Yeah, um, you, it was a. It was a game organized with a bunch of NBA media player people. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they attacked Mosin censor blah 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 to all of us and shit, and throughout the game, whatever. And they and they give out awards at the end of the the run. And y'all will be shocked to learn this, but I was the most explosive player 
according to the motion sensor stuff in that pickup game, That's man. running and stuff like that, right? <laughs> yeah, running. Explosive, like, okay. so like uh, I, I want in funny. on that. <laughs> this is a true story. You could ask Nate Duncan, ask a meme. They were there. They saw a KP. Uh, I was the most explosive. Oh, you just named three very unexplosive people. <laughs> I'm just saying Yo, they Nate were at play. Nate can play, but Nate's not Nate's explosive. Nice. He's not. He's not explosive. Yeah. He's nice though. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah, can no, Nate, Nate, can, Nate can hoop, but, but he moves like Not, not a lot of explosion at that table of Nate Duncan's wedding that, that, that was just me. <laughs> <laughs> Nate was. Self-included. Yeah. Well, yes, sir. I'm wondering, uh, since you're uh, a card-carrying member of, of LeBron Stan um, oh. and you're out in L.A., if Kuzma— uh, Tom is going to say Communist Party. <laughs> <laughs> not, not, this, not this discussion. Uh, Ingram, Kuzma— Lonzo Ball and Josh Hart, if they played for Orlando, <laughs> how would people be rating their ability to lure Anthony Davis? <laughs> uh, I mean, but again, like this is Orlando is directly tied with the idea that AD has one year left on his deal. So they like it's all based on the idea. And this is the thing I saw today that Boston said they'd be willing to trade for AD with an, even without a guarantee. Obviously, they would. It's like, what package are they going to put on the table in order to to, to make that gamble happen, right? That's uh, how you, you go. Uh, Kyle Kuzma? More like Kyle Kuzma. You know, more, I mean, Josh Hart? More like Josh Fart. I'm sorry to get a little scatological, folks. It's a fancy word right there. Brandon Ingram, more like Thingram. The man is scrawny, folks. He can't bang bodies down low. This is not a package that can grant you a superstar. That's that's what they would but say. But again, a lot of people have way more attractive <laughs> oh, pieces than the, the group. In and then let me tell you something else, okay? I agree with the great Gregory Popovich. You cannot give in, Del Demps. You cannot give in to the Lakers. Don't do it. You cannot let the Lakers cuck you. By the way, that is with a C, folks. I don't want to get in trouble with the FCC. I would never use a vulgar term like the F word. I use the word cuck, which means that Del Demps cannot let the Lakers bang his wife in front of him, okay? At least not without a monetary exchange and an NDA sign. Wow. Radio Ethan <laughs> okay. is definitely I a mean, Rockstone did nothing wrong, guy. The the okay. the money on on not was saying the word cuck multiple times in this show was <laughs> I mean you could retire. The, the, it, the, I have a difficult relationship with that word. Um, <laughs> I mean, oh, I no, because the word was invented by right wing extreme people on the internet in reference to. What our black president was doing to white politicians and government. Really? <laughs> it's very weird. It's a weird. Are you a freaking, serious? Yes. Yes, Jay. That's where it comes from, bro. I, I, I gotta say that, is that according to Michael Brooks or is that a fact? No, it's a fact. <laughs> they, were calling, they were calling people like Mitch McConnell and, and Marco Rubio cuckservatives. Oh, my God. That's what they were calling them. And then it became something on Pornhub? I mean, no, 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 no
Oh, it was just something on Pornhub. <laughs> it was Pornhub first, dude. Then <clears throat> the culture. This was something. We are the dumbest show, and it's the yeah. best. <laughs> it's the best TV show on the internet. Okay, this is a total diversion, but I, I like a term that Matt Kleiman, my friend uh, and Facebook critic, came up with of platform cuck, which means that you're tweeting when you should be talking on your on your own platform or you what should be directing it? people. Like, I, I, a diversion yeah, yeah. from? It was not a diversion at all. It was a continuation, actually, okay. now that I think about it. But I just think that's a very interesting idea. Are you letting Twitter... Uh, are you letting Twitter get the best of you instead of actually uh, directing people to uh, your content? But, and, you know, that's just a little idea and a preview, a little plug for the podcast I do with Matt Kleiman that I snuck in there. And uh, now we will divert attention back. Would you, if you were Dell Demps, just out of spite, considering that you're probably going to get fired, just try to screw the Lakers yes. over? Is Dell Demps going to get fired? They're going to do it. If, I mean, if, I mean, if he doesn't do it at this point. The package isn't good. It might not be the top three package in – of all the of all the offers, so like I, I don't think if it's the Knicks are serious, the they, they win, right? Like if the Knicks are serious, the they Knicks put are never Porzingis. serious. Exactly, that's the problem. But if they were serious, they put Porzingis in, and it's a done deal. It's over. Yeah, I mean it should be. Yeah, Porzingis is worth more than any of the Lakers players combined, and any of the draft picks that they can give them because they're not going to be good. You know, the the Lakers are going to be too good for them to be valuable. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this, Dave. What if Ben Simmons was not represented by Clutch. Rich Paul? Yeah. Does Phillies offer Trump all of that, and do they put that on the table? What the Joel Embiid or Be, or Be Ben Simmons? Ben, ben, ben Simmons, Simmons Will Chandler, because of the injury to KP. Yes, it would trump it. But a healthy KP is better than a healthy Ben Simmons. Yeah. Yep. Again, again, you put Ben Simmons on the table. It has to be contingent upon the idea that AD wants to stay in Philly, right? Like, would this team, like, actually take that risk of, like, player control of Ben Simmons because of restricted free agency, however many years, whatever the hell he is, uh, take that risk of just the chance that AD would want to stay with Embiid and whatever the hell else was left to Philly's not doing that without Waz, a guarantee we just, Rich Paul. Well, right, Waz. But right, they it, would never tamper and, and ask Rich Paul to, right. to guarantee a, that. It would never that, happen. Can't get that answer. But, Waz, didn't we just, like, kill Jerv over this with the whole Kawhi thing? Like, of course you make that trade. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. I make that trade in a heart because yeah. I'm out on Ben Simmons. But then Ben, but then ben Simmons <laughs> just pulls the same thing, you know, in a couple years, right? Like. Many, yeah. Bro, just the fact that Ben Simmons doesn't want to shoot right now. He like, and again, I know LeBron is the greatest finisher at the rack that we probably ever seen besides Shaq. But like, he was taking jump shots at this point, right? Like, you know, and Simmons was, isn't very good at finishing, actually. Like, so what is, what is he's the not appeal great. of this kid? I don't understand it. His I don't passing, understand it. His defense. It's big. Yeah, it's the big. passing, the defense, the strength, the feel for the game, um, the fact I mean, that if he if he I'm figures with, out his jumper, like he's ridiculous. It's, 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 it's six eleven jumper. You got okay. to shoot him to figure him he's out. Gotta sw- he's got to switch hands. Exactly. He's starting. His he's starting, right he's right averaging like one jumper every three left. games. He's he's almost there. Um, Those are failed lobs. It seems like we're having this like <laughs> fatalistic discussion over in New Orleans, where every like, hey. Uh, maybe they get Zion in the draft. They trade for the number one pick and they get Zion. And everyone on Twitter is like, yeah, so he can leave in seven years. 
everyone's fatalistic seven about New Orleans. Years. Yeah. Seven until, years until is they so. Put in a, but until they put in, are they going to hire David Griffin or, or, or Sam Hinkie? You know, are they going to? I mean, maybe not even Sam Hinkie because we didn't see him actually put together a, a competitive team. But are now they going to hire, hire Ernie Grunfeld GM? from the um, Wizards? Oh, back to the Wizards then. But he's got a lifetime contract. No, but that's the thing, man. Like you, you until the Pelicans trade the decision making, until they change that, yeah, man. They we shouldn't be fatalistic. What at if they, what point they just ruined seven years of Anthony Davis? Why should we assume that they're not going to ruin seven eight years of Zion Williamson? If that ends up being the guy. Like until they get Dell Demps or new ownership or or whatever out of there. Like until they they change what's there, there is zero reason to believe in them. Like absolutely none. We need a league to step in, I think. Just take oh. over the the Pelicans and they did that already. Right, they did it with George Shin. <laughs> they did this know. already. It's a, it's a mess. Uh yeah. I, I just don't see a way out of it for them unless they completely overhaul their entire basketball ops and um, you know, go. What about there. Drew Holiday? Well, how does this play out for Drew Holiday? Well, so this is an interesting question. People keep asking me, all right, depending on the haul you get for for Anthony Davis. You could rebuild on the fly, right? Like, so Miritich is expiring. You can probably get something for him. Yep, for sure. Um, Randall, you probably could get something for him. Um, you know, they've got some pieces. You need you need to try to get Solomon Hill off your books, preferably in that AD deal. You know, I think if, a, if they go for the Porzingis deal, then you have to move Drew, uh, Drew Holiday too, because Porzingis right. is going to need a, at least a year to get back to form. And so, if you really want to get maximize your draft pick, you got to rebuild. Right. And also, again, you could you could kind of rebuild on the fly. You don't necessarily have to bottom completely out, although for this season, they should definitely be trying to improve their lottery odds. I think they could get up to like the six best odds if they really tank hard. That's pretty good. I mean, it's a one player draft, so it's a terrible year. To uh, do that, it's not a one player draft. It's not one player. draft. Uh, RJ Barrett's good. Uh, RJ Barrett is OK. What do you mean? He's OK. He's OK. He's a gun. Harrison Barnes 2.0. Ooh, <laughs> except I know he actually dribbles a basketball. That doesn't, that, well, that's, that's true. Comparison doesn't make any tent. Any uh, sense. Like, <laughs> I mean, I, I've, I've watched I RJ, I've watched RJ Barrett for the last couple of years and uh, I haven't really seen much growth. Like he's a guy, it's kind of like Emmanuel Moutier. He was just bigger than everybody like sooner. And so he was able to use that physicality to his advantage. And now that he's playing guys it, that are his size. I just haven't seen it. If you're drafting him to be the face of your franchise, then yes, he's not going to be right. that. But you drafting him to be a number two, someday, yeah, fine. That's yeah, right. and that's yeah. that's a that's a whole. That's a good. Of, that's a nice yeah. pick. Uh, and will he be better than Brandon Ingram? Of course, come on. I, I am so down on Brandon Ingram. I am so. I, I think he looks uh, pretty good at times against the Suns. I'd rather have. Uh, I'd rather. Have, I think Cam Reddish winds up loud buzz. Waz, did you say that? Did you really say that? <laughs> I was like, yo, in my head, I was like, man, I wish Brandon Ingram would play the Suns more often. He looks yeah, like so a does, player. So does Brandon Ingram. Sheesh. Uh, yeah. So I mean, but so if you're if you're the Pelicans, you, you, I don't know, man. It's it's just not a great situation to be in. I guess any team that is forced to trade a guy like this, you're not great. Although you look at what Minnesota did with Jimmy Butler, and they wound up with with two starting level players. One of the Pelicans' only fans. That's true. You're so are you, are you guys selling off the Pelicans to Seattle? No. No. Oh, okay. Selling them off been, to a different owner. Been getting a lot of that from Dave lately. So. Jokes it's over uh, facts. 
Did did I see that like Odds Shark, one of the one of the sports books, put out odds for them to move back to Seattle? That mm-hmm. wasn't happening before this trade request. Yeah, I think the New Orleans thing has run its course, dude. Uh, you know, letting 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 them move to a letting those those people sell the team. Um, and whoever buying it, moving it to a place where, you know, they can actually attract actual fans and, you know, they cannot be run like a joke, like have a dude. And the, the Loomis dude, and it, it's, it, it would be one thing if he was a football dude and he was now running the team, uh, like the Browns bringing in some dude from some other sport. It's like, no, he's running both teams. He's doing two jobs. Like that doesn't make any sense whatsoever, dude. No. Well, I, mean, I agree I, that the front office needs an overhaul. I mean, they need people that care about basketball, but I don't think Gail Benson has any intentions to sell the team. So it's a cash cow, man. Even if she doesn't sell, cow. but she, they, they need to revamp that front office completely. Like yeah, you've got to actually have has good to basketball people. And I mean, all the way up, you need basketball people, people that understand the economics of basketball. I mean, you know, they're there. I know their attendance is doing okay, but I, w- I was They're just terrible. Like, uh, I, thought they were was, I thought they were doing better in like Memphis and well, other crap. Right? I mean, come on now. So, <laughs> like, but I was just—I was in New Orleans, and you wouldn't even know there was a basketball team there. Yeah. No, man, but it was a devastating week. I mean, it was yeah, a devastating obviously. week. We were there during football season. Yeah, you had the—you had the Saints loss where they're mad about the. Uh, the officiated right, and then right after that, they found out they had an NBA team and it star one to leave. Like that's a tough week for the city of New Orleans. <laughs> I don't give a shit about that. Yo, like, Ethan, why, why aren't they don't why, why aren't the Warriors on the phone right now? I don't know. I mean, on the phone doing what? What do you Probably want them to AD. do? Get AD. Get AD. What? Oh, who for, are they going to offer? I mean, that's that's the issue. Draymond? I mean, they, they they can't really. I mean, that's. Yeah, who, a fairly extreme Clay disruption Thompson? for a team that looks like maybe the greatest team we've ever seen. I mean, yeah. that's that's a bit of an issue. Come on now. You can offer up Andre Iguodala, Sean Livingston. <laughs> How about a three-way? Lonzo McKinney. Lonzo McKinney. Throw, you got to put in McKinney. I mean, what look, if it was KD to the Knicks and uh, AD, AD to the Warriors and then KP and that package goes to uh, New Orleans. Um. Mm. Look, look, there's some tantalizing offers that can be put together to be sure. It's just hard right now considering I mean, have you seen what they've looked like since since DeMarcus Cousins came back? I mean, it's 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 difficult for them to well, eleven games in a row. It's um and look, look, I think that's a real fear, even though they've looked dominant that maybe Katie goes elsewhere. I would be concerned from the Warriors perspective if the Knicks pull this off and they get and they get um you know, they get Anthony Davis. That would be very, very concerning for the Warriors. I just don't think, and maybe it's a good thing in a way that there's just not much they can do about anything right now. That they just have to, they have to sit, sit tight. A little bit like the Celtics can't really do much right now. I'm sure they would love to put an offer around Draymond Green though together. Just like, what do you want? We got Draymond. We got, <laughs> yeah. What else do you want to scrap off the little? Yeah, I don't want to this guy Draymond. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, how you doing, Dell Gems? We got Draymond Green, maybe. I mean, if you don't want Draymond, we got Fonzo McKinney, or Damian Jones recovering, looking great, coming back from injury, looking great, 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 great. I love that I imitate a PR person that nobody uh, ever listening. Is yeah, everyone, it's a very niche 
Uh, it's just so funny. It's so musical. Nate Duncan told me it's played out, and I have to stop doing no. it. But I, you know what? No, no. no. What is he oh, talking we, about? Uh, Take your content cues what from the, Nate. Yeah, Listen never. to Jade. That's the scariest thing ever. <laughs> we can't boss it over, right? Oh shit! On this live stream? No, no, we can't. Well, actually, you know what? Hang on. Wait a second. I don't trust. I don't trust these people in the chat. I can boss a nova. This will turn into that Ethan Mark Stein. <laughs> is, you know what? This is not gonna, Dave. This isn't gonna be an experimental. Oh, I think I can boss a nova. No, this man. Like, <laughs> nova. No, I just need the music. No, we'll, we'll add that. Later. We'll add that for the future. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, the all star lineup right now: Boogie Cousins. It's one twenty eight offensive rating, ninety two <laughs> defensive rating. It, it, Caveat supply of the injured teams that they've faced, but sounds about right. Sounds yeah. about right. Um, yeah. And you know, I, I, I was very skeptical when they got DeMarcus in part because I didn't know what he would come back looking like at, at all. But I, I have to say, he just looks like DeMarcus Cousins, dude. <laughs> he just looks like DeMarcus Cousins. Yeah. Looks good. This is this is the advantage of going to a team like the Warriors, though, right? Like there was no pressure on him to show. He could have shown up in March, right? Like so, he was just able to rehab. They, I mean, I, I don't know if if enough has been talked about uh, of like the symbiotic part of this for for Demarcus Cousins. Like we we focus a lot on what he's bringing to them, but man, the Warriors have been really good to him. Like it's a great environment. He's rehabbing his image which is fantastic. And then he gets to go out there and look like an all-star. We don't know if he's diminished because he, look who he's playing with. Like, this is awesome for him. Hey, Eden, while I have you here, what is the feeling in new Orleans or Louisiana about AD? Is it good for him that he wants a better situation or yeah. is it like, I hate this guy. He's a traitor. No, it's a lot of good for him. I think that Pelicans fans and people that live in Louisiana know that the organization has not done right by him. Um, just objectively speaking, I feel like all of his teammates, Drew has been very supportive vocally about his decision. Um, nobody, it's it's hard to to love someone and be a fan and watch them play such good basketball, and not and just and know that it's your organization's fault for not putting pieces around him for him to succeed. So it's and he's a very likable guy. Like you run into him at Rouse's and he he's so nice to you. He'll talk to anybody. Like everyone loves AD and we like we want what's best for him going forward. I, I just find this very implausible that anybody in New Orleans was picturing people completely drunk at a live music festival saying, objectively speaking, I believe the organization is very good to him. <laughs> Well, on the other hand, I, I, I don't I mean, let, let, let's be honest. Let's be honest, Eden. How many people even know that there is a team called the Pelicans? There's like 10 of us in their okay? town. Yeah, there's 10 of us. Dozens. Does he play for uh, LSU? How is that? I just don't get how that how is that possible? Man, okay, it's, it's on the organization. The organization does not do community outreach events. They don't. Like, I feel like they're only the only way they try to, like, fill seats is call people that have already bought tickets to try to get them to come to games. They don't do any of the like stuff that teams like the king, like the other bad teams that to get people to come to games like the Kings have really good. Like they're like people in the, on the ground doing groundwork, getting people to come to games, doing engagement things that get people to want to come, even if it's not something that they normally would do. But just with Louisiana and New Orleans being such a football city, you have to try harder. You can't just expect to call people and be like, hey, come buy tickets and come to this game and expect them to come. You have to sell them the experience and they don't do that. And that's on the, that's Sounds on the like organization. Sounds like they need a Ray Ritter over there. 
Well, no, Tom and I were in an Uber where I think multiple Ubers, perhaps I'm trying to remember where it was the playoffs and there was just absolutely no knowledge that the Pelicans were in the playoffs or playing a playoff game. And this has regularly happened to me when I've been in New Orleans, that there was just absolutely it's, it's not it's funny, not all if you were just observing from afar, it would be difficult to know this. But when you reference the Kings, if Peja Stoyakovich was doing a, an autograph signing at a Foot Locker in downtown Sacramento, there would be lines around the block for it, right? Oh, yeah. Crazy. It, it, it is not that situation in New Orleans. It's small market times small interest uh, to a degree that's a little bit staggering. But it's a fun town. There are a lot of things to do. I get it. Gumbo, well, gumbo, I, gumbo. Gumbo, gumbo, gumbo. I, I think that uh, I was there a few weeks after they made the DeMarcus Cousins trade doing a story on them and i talked to someone who i was like it was uber driver or something i was like you know oh are you big basketball fan like oh yeah huge basketball fan i was like okay cool like so what do you think of like the marcus cousins trade they're like oh well i don't really follow like basketball in this city i was like oh okay i was like i was like all right they're like yeah it's they're like the last time i really paid attention and i'm thinking like okay i'm gonna get like a baron davis story jamal bashford something (laughs) and like like I remember, like Pete Maravich being a big deal. I was like, Pete Maravich, <laughs> like what? So I, the only way to solve this is to bring the Jazz back to yes. New Orleans. That's yeah. true. I was like, the uh, only like, thing I would do. Look, it's it's Listen. hard to capture attention in a town that feels like the the love child of Hawaii and Las Vegas. It's it's difficult. Jade, they're calling for Waz. You can drop me if you want. Why, what Who's well, Waz is still there. Yeah, I just, I'm, I'm right here, bro. We're gonna drop I, Eaton back out. Well, you don't need to drop me. I'm, I'm good, man. Let's. What, what else do we even got? Are we gonna talk about uh, Clay Thompson allegedly? The report how about this? saying that if the this? Lakers get AD, I consider going hey, there. Like, here's a question: for, for When you. is LeBron gonna get back? Because there's a video oh, circulating yeah. yesterday where he looked like he couldn't jump over a piece of paper. That was the old man jumper. That's the my legs, my back. Was that the old video? My neck, everything hurts. My neck. Did you catch the my old video right. with the trophies on Instagram? That I've was... seen LeBron do that don't jump jump shot before, sure. though. Yeah. But, uh, I've seen can that. I give an interpretation of the Clay Thompson stuff, by the way, very quickly? Yes. It just means if they max out Clay, he's he's signing. I mean, that's right. that's that's, that's kind of where it's it. no, he's not taking a discount. To remember stay the stupid State. reports last year where they were like, "Yeah, Clay might just do a four years, twenty five million dollars." I was like, "Why? Well, Why would?" I, but that was out there last year. This well, the, the translation of all that is that he doesn't want to leave, and there's no expectation of him leaving. And his camp just wants the Warriors to, to make to make a proper offer. Right. Right. But there but there's not any I mean, it's not really a threat threat. Right. When you say, hey, if you don't give me the max, then maybe I'll look elsewhere. It just it just kind of means that they're going to get it done unless there's something about the Warriors organization I don't know about in which they don't suddenly value Clay Thompson. But I, I don't think that's the case. They, they value Clay and his kind of game is the kind that will age rather well. So if it comes down to it. If he forces them to make a max, I think they'll just make the max. They're just hoping that he can give a little back. So that's my read on it. Would he do What's a dollar the, amount max and not a percentage? You think? Like last time? Yeah. Um, I'm not sure. I mean, we're going to get I, a couple of cap jumps in the next few years. I mean, 
you know, it's probably going to jump every year, but we're getting a, a decent one this summer and, and then a decent one the following summer. Yeah. Um, I mean, so look, I wonder. A lot is going to happen between now and then, right? I mean, whether just coming off the glow of winning a championship versus maybe not winning a championship. And I think that will, that, that will determine a lot, but that was, that was important for the Warriors flexibility that they didn't get him on a true max the first time. And so, um, I, I, I don't know, just from what I've heard, there's a reason why you've only heard the Lakers as a player for clay. These other teams aren't gearing up for the summer of clay as though he's gettable. And mm. there's there's a reason for that. I mean, even this even this particular headline, which I think comes from Woj, is specific to the Lakers. So, yeah, I just don't yeah. I just don't see him. I, I look, I like some drama. I, I like saying that maybe all things aren't as smooth in Warriors land as I don't know, guys. I don't, I don't know, guys. Know, guys. I just think that Clay is pretty snugly in the fold right now. So that's my snugly in the fold. Put the headline out there, Jade. Aggregated, Aggregated snugly in the fold. In the fold. Sure, that's a wire stress. right there. Snugly. How do we rate? How do we rate NBC? How do we rate Ethan saying snugly in the fold versus uh, Marcus Thompson? Uh, Marcus Thompson, like my gut tells me. <laughs> like what's the what's the power ranking there? <laughs> my gut tells that's me that's your next uh, your next column on the athletic. Ethan yeah. snugly in the Ethan, fold. The team no. to take down. That's you're like doing. You're going back the to the athletic, gambling. You know, mm-hmm. Ethan, you're going back to gambling. You have to create some odds here. Which team is going to take down the Warriors? Doesn't mean this year or next year or the year after that. But which team is it? Who has the best odds? Given I the give, news of I the give, Anthony Davis, is it Knicks? Uh, Oh, you're talking about the Lakers? You're, you're talking just, about going just right forward. now. Just going right now, forward. I'd go Thunder. I'd go Thunder. And Nate Duncan um, very much disagreed when we had this debate about the Thunder being the second team out west. But I would go Thunder. I just I like their talent. I like oh, their yeah. defense. Their defense is nasty. You like Russ taking 17 threes in a playoff game? Uh, <laughs> I don't love that. I don't Terrence, love that. But Terrence Ferguson and, and Jeremy Grant have just been. Absolutely huge for them. I mean, Grant actually did a really good job guarding Giannis uh, the other night. Yeah. So yeah. I, I would Giannis go. Giannis did a really good job guarding Giannis the other night. Giannis <laughs> is terrible. He, he did I not would go help. Thunder. I don't see well, any. Was he challenges. drunk? Was Giannis like sipping yeah. on Uzo before he the game? He got blocked seven times in that game. <laughs> I, is that, is I, that a real stat? He got yeah. blocked seven times. And he lost the ball like eight other times. Like just yeah. straight up lost the ball. By the way, Uzo can't do any. I'm Greek, but I can't do Uzo licorice drinks. Anything licorice flavored, Ooh, black Uzo. licorice. I'm out. No absinthe. Yeah. You ever have Pernell? Gotta stick with uh, Rakia. Isn't Jaeger licorice flavored? Yeah. Is. No, gross. No, no, Jaeger no. Jaeger's Jaeger. Jaeger is is got some licorice to it. Um, Sambuca. Yep. Oh, hey, it's the we don't drink Jaeger boys. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's an entourage line. All right, so, uh, so Ethan, you got uh, Thunder, Lakers. Do you, are you more? Do you think the Warriors are more afraid of the Lakers getting KD or getting AD, or do you think the Knicks would create a more formidable foe for the Warriors to take them down in the finals? I don't think about. I don't think about it in terms of taking them down in the finals. I just think about it in terms of them losing Kevin Durant. I mean, that's that's. It. that's 
Yeah, whoever takes really Kevin Durant is who messes up the team. Yes. Yeah. I don't. I can't even think that far ahead. I don't even know how great that fit is. Those are two incredible players in KD and and AD. And if you're the Knicks, if you're a Knicks Fitz, fan, I mean, Fitz. You're, 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 I just, you're, I do, I, I, as a listen, I just can't wrap my head around the whole idea that he's wrapped by LeBron's guy. Like it's just oh, it's it's a I hilarious really conflict. Get, of I can't it's get beyond the that. It's hilarious. The, the league did an investigation. <laughs> LeBron has no. Involvement yeah. in clutch. I mean, how does it? Uh, do you play out these situations though in your head? You know what I'm saying? Like, what if he wanted to go to the Warriors? Like, what are, what are we doing here? It's <laughs> it, it it's it's hilarious. I mean, I, I don't mean, think that you're happy. Think that Rich Paul is telling AD where to go. I mean, or is a lot it of AD these... telling Rich Paul where he wants to go and make. Then AD lives in LA, right? Like yes. during the off season, so he got yeah. a crib in Malibu. Obviously, right? I think I think um. I think it's dependent on the personalities involved a lot of the time, but agents can make you – they can put their thumb on the scale certainly when telling you yeah. what your options Isn't are. Isn't that what happened with DeAndre and, and the, the Mavericks the first time yeah, around? With, with Fagan, RIP. Um, and Chandler Parsons not getting the Mavs deal and blah, 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 blah. Like, isn't that what happened? Nobody cried about Fagan though. I mean in my experience with agents, agents are big on telling you – what the deal is like here, here, here's what you need to know. Here's the and, outside. Here's, here's what this does to your brand. This is what the, off the court on the court. Will he get a shoe deal? Will he get a signature shoe out of this? Um, that's another thing. No, he can't sell <laughs> so, a signature shoe. No, I don't know, can't sell, he, he cannot that sell. That ship may shoe. have sailed. For Are we yeah, sure? Man, he, uh, if he doesn't yes, already have sure, a shoe right now, we're sure is he, he going to get his eyebrows done? I mean, he's, he's no, not, he's, he's into that man. He's, he's not a charismatic guy. He's not going to sell signature shoes. Although those Foot Locker commercials. You can't even sell hard. damn car oil. Like, you, you can't even me? sell a Pelicans ticket. I mean, That's, come on. Wow. Wow. Uh, wow. It's cheap, too. <laughs> this is just to take a cheap shot at AD day, huh? <laughs> it's not like that arena is out in the sticks, either. That's right downtown. It it's next to the Superdome where they go. Listen, I got to take a trip to New Orleans soon so I can go to a game. After Friday. gets traded. I'll be there Friday. Not in the game, though. You can get second row, Dave. You can just walk in. Yeah. You know, they, you don't charge I, got, I got first row tickets for $50 one time. What? Oh, my God. <laughs> this is an AD era to sit. And that was the Lakers game, too. <laughs> <laughs> that arena is such a dump, by the way. That is bottom five oh, arena. Smoothie oh, King. Really bad, yeah. It's not good. It's not good. It's just a hunk of bird shitted concrete. It is. It is not a good place. I'm work. glad we all agree that New Orleans doesn't doesn't um, deserve to keep AD simply because it's a small market team. Well, I'm I like this story. No, but- I don't think it's that's why. I think small market doesn't have anything to do with it. It's the fact that the the front office sucks. It's like, not. Yeah, it's not, not why. Don't put that on. Don't put that on the market. Put that on the team. No market like, front office. It's, it's that it's. It's that it's small time. I mean, they could if they are actually run correctly. Yeah. They, they could kind of flaunt the idea that they're that they're Vegas of the Southeast and that they're a fun place to be, and they could make that work for them. But if they're incompetent, I mean, the thing that always sticks in my mind, I've said it before in the podcast, it is 
being there for that playoff series, going into the home locker room, seeing Anthony Davis about to answer questions in front of the media, but it was getting held up by the light going out in his locker and he's banging on it with one fist like Fonzie trying to get it to go back up. And he's just going again and again, and he's hitting his oh. own locker. And I just thought to myself, there's no way that he spends his entire career here. It's just not. It's just not happening. So, I'm surprised it took this long, to be honest. Yeah. Well. Send him to Louisville. Why isn't there a team in Nashville? That seems like a cool city. What? Nashville Because there's cool a team city. in Memphis, and that team sucks, too. Yeah, yeah but that team so should be in Nashville. teams in Tennessee? No, I'm saying move the move no, Memphis I don't, to I don't Nashville. Why? Them. I don't know. There's no there's no way. Come on. Was. Was. Wake up. Gotta... Like Southern... <laughs> no, sorry. <laughs> he, wants, he wants to he wants to move an NBA team from Memphis to Nashville to improve things. Hey, they'd save money on the moving costs. <laughs> you can't, Nash- move, you can't move, move to Seattle because you'll the NBA will lose its leverage forever. Right. Oh, but then they've got Nashville to <laughs> move a team to you move a team to St. Louis where they don't like vacant. black people. You Just. got Vegas, baby. You got Vegas. Oof. NBA can't go to Vegas. Vegas don't have. <laughs> by the way, if they do, if they do put a team in Vegas, Football they'll have the same it. problems. Football they'll have the same problems it. the Pelicans are having. Hockey can do it. Why? In Vegas? NBA can't go to Vegas. Yeah, the TV market is tiny. Yeah, it's so bad. It, that's the that's the, the big. Yeah. I mean, but if you get those games broadcasted in probably the back better of adding, caps, you're probably better adding a freaking four, third team at New York or second team to Chicago. Yep, second team to Chicago yeah. would be better than a team in Vegas. Uh, I agree with that, and it would also put some pressure on the damn Bulls to get their act together. If there was another, uh, there's another team in Chicago. Although I, I feel like the Nets have already taken the the black and white jersey, and I would want a little bit of white Scott, uh, white Sox synergy for that second uh, Chicago team. I feel like that would be the right color scheme for the second team in Chicago. Just throwing that out there. I'm not. Uh, my best Zach, 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 what, what is happening?